0: That's that. We are face. Hello, everybody. It's Matt Weinstein. And this is Eat This Hot Show right here on the internet. I'm a big, fat, bloated lesbian. And uh, with me, I have three co-hosts. First of all, let me introduce... I'm going to do a hot, pota- a, uh, hot potato... <laughs> One potato, two potato, three potato, four, <laughs> five potato, six potato, seven potato, or Reagan. How are you this week?
1: I'm delicious, ladies. How are you today? <laughs> no,
0: I said Stop. Reagan, not Wanda Wisdom. I said Reagan. Stop stealing my shtick, Mary. <laughs> oh
1: boy. <laughs> I'm great. Why? I masturbated all day today.
0: What? Did you use porno- pornography?
1: I did. I did. Good girl. It was delicious. Good girl. Delicious.
0: <laughs> what did you masturbate to? Was it? Uh, what kind of porn do you like? Fisting?
1: <laughs> no. What yeah. makes you think I would be into fisting porn? I'm into feeding. That's a new thing. Feeding? Where you stick your foot in mm. somebody's asshole. It's very hey. hot. Oh boy. What do you call it? Oh, I it? thought Fist you meant
2: feeding?
0: food. Well, how is that feeding?
1: Feeding. Mm. You stick your foot.
0: Oh, feet, and like F-E-E-T? A... <laughs> I yes. thought you were saying, because there's another one called feeding with a D, and it's people that get off on feeding each other like little children.
1: <laughs> or fucking oh in the feeding tube hole.
0: Uh, Feed a thing? Feeding. We like that, Wanda, you and me. All right, so know, next, speaking, <laughs> speaking of Wanda wisdom, how are you this week, Wo- Worldwide Wanda.
2: Hi there, ladies. It's me, Wanda. I just got up from another nap, and I'm drinking some sparkling Swedish beverage. It's so tasty. Mmm, Swedish <laughs> beverage. What's that? It's called Christian Regale. Amon Poor. I don't.
0: Christian. Yeah. It's I'd love juice. to eat some Christian Amonpour Poor cunt. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, she is yikes. a hot dyke. Sorry, it's Wanda. not
2: quite as that. It's not quite as uh, you know as Juicy. exotic as Christiana Amundpuur, but it is from uh, Wisconsin.
0: Really? I did hey. you get it from the IKEA?
2: Oh, actually, you know what? It's distributed in Wisconsin, but it's from Sweden.
0: Oh, interesting. Okay. Anyway, and our next guest, uh, co-host <laughs> rather, is our hotspot guest of the week, GOTW. <laughs> Uh, I think GOT Guest of the Week is uh, Jennifer Snotty, the girl on tech. Hey, Jennifer.
3: Hi. Hi, hi, everyone. I'm doing fabulous.
0: (laughs) Whoa. Oh. (laughs) Look out. Sorry. Don't mind those drag queens and (laughs) fagalists. (laughs) Are you excited to be on the show, Jennifer?
3: Yes, I am. I've been listening to you guys ever since, like, episode one, so I'm really excited to be on here. I really am.
1: Is yeah, it, you it? are the girl on tech-stacles, right?
3: I <laughs> know. I am the girl on tech. I am the uh, technology and other things from a female's point of view, and the professor of all things geeky.
0: The other things. Ooh, I love it. What are the other Something. things? I love it. What? What are the other things?
3: Um, like um, Mertzing. Say, girl matters, and um, how to you know make technology fit your life and not the other way around.
0: Right.
2: something yeah something tells me she's going to be a very uh unique feminine contribution to the show today Uh oh
3: thank you wanda what
0: do you call me a chopped liver (laughs) no we Uh, call you a chopped
1: liver spot you're just unique (laughs) hey jennifer Yes, Reagan. If you're really good at tech, maybe you could help Madge Weinstein figure out how to use her goddamn call waiting. Maybe (laughs) you should go fuck yourself, asshole. I did
0: my call waiting. It just so happens I got a new phone, Mary. And try not peeking next time you send me your goddamn audio, bitch. Your mother. Your mother, Reagan. your Your mother. Your mother. Your mother. Your mother. Your mother. Your mother. (laughs)
3: <laughs> okay, am I going to have to separate you three? Fish,
0: fish, fish. I'm not doing anything. I'm just minding
2: my own business, enjoying my...
0: Reagan, Pescado, I think it's- Pescado, does that ring a bell? Pescado, no head, smoked fish, your mother. I'm- anyway, let's continue.
1: This, this is another big Eat This Hot Show blowout. <laughs> Amen. We're, we're just going to keep me? removing...
0: What did you we're call We're just going to
1: I did it a bloated out. We're just going to keep removing pictures from the album art. Yeah, next week. <laughs> we went from five to three. Next week, it'll be two. Oh, boy. Eat this hot. The show
2: will
0: become, uh, and then there was none, hot show. <laughs> um, okay, so I want to ask Jennifer some questions. This is yes. how we did Reagan, how many questions did you do last week? Ten? I did ten. Okay, so I'm going to do ten. Now, what I'd like to do is—I um, uh, um, hate to put you on the spot, uh, Co. Uh, Reagan and Wanda, not really, but you know—I ta- have this propensity to not prepare for things. So, since Patrick and Noah of the Patrick and Noah show, oh, and Scott, they were over here cleaning my whorehole and my kitchen out, literally, literally and figuratively. So I forgot to prepare. So what I was hoping we could do is take turns. So I'll go first. And then do you guys mind asking questions for Girl on Tech? And since I'm first, you have enough time to think of something. Is that okay? Totally, totally. Sure, Although
1: yeah. we, we we should say, regarding Patrick, Noah, and Scott, that they also have a show called PNS Explosion, mm-hmm. which is a wonderful it show. Is. I listened to an episode of it this week, and I, I was really blown away at just the content, the production. It's a very good quality queer cast.
2: And their website is delicious.
0: Right, and I I have to say... Um, pushing my enormous black dildo inside of Scott's uh, rather small whore hole was a little bit pleasurable for me. You know, it, it made me put my studies aside, and I actually got a little bit of pleasure out of it.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Now, what does that have to do with cleaning your uh, room?
0: My habuki, as you call it, habuki? <laughs> it's hard to hear you, honey. Yeah, it is. I know. I'm so- here. Let me switch to the mouthpiece thing. See, so, yeah, I got this new phone. Yeah, that'd be this better. Is why I'm all fucked. Can you hear me now? Oh, yes, much better, much better. much better. Yeah, it okay. sounded like you were in Reagan's colon. Yeah, I was in his colon, <laughs> along with twelve other Latino men and a black. <laughs> <laughs> And the, <laughs> yeah, and the retarded brother was there too, I think.
1: Newsletters, newsletters, international. <laughs> okay. newsletters, newsletters international. We've got something good for there, you.
0: There was a bird in there. There was a bird. <laughs> oh, my God. I ate
2: bird. I ate bird. <laughs> Holy Mary. Your brother
0: ate the bird. <laughs> oh, my God. We, I'm can so never, we
2: can never do this show in a lightning storm.
0: All right. My first question is for Girl okay. on Tech is what. What is your favorite kind of potato soup?
3: Oh, 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 I was expecting another potato question. Uh, What is my favorite kind of potato soup? Mm -hmm. It's actually my mom's recipe for potato soup. She puts in big chunks of potato and Uh bacon and uh, celery and onion and carrot, Mm. and it's just yummy.
0: Ooh, Mm. That does sound good. I love Goyer soup because Goyer soup puts ham in it, and you can't have a good soup without ham or lard or something. From
2: a like paper. a ham hock, my mama <laughs> makes the split peas. Okay.
3: Oh yeah, the split pea soup. Ooh, love that. Oh, mm-hmm. thank you.
0: That's a great can you send me some of that soup?
3: <laughs> <laughs> some of some of my mom's potato soup or Wanda's split pea soup?
0: You know what? I'd settle for a recipe. I need a good soup. Recipe. Okay. I'd settle for a recipe. Yeah, I can do that. No problem. Okay, and I'll even because put it on the Je- show bloats.
1: Because Jennifer, uh they Wanda and Madge have actually found a way <laughs> to upload and download food on the
0: internet, Ooh. <laughs> like Willy Wonka. Maybe I can make
3: that a show topic.
1: <laughs> God, Matt is actually downloading a twelve-pound turkey on BitTorrent right, right now, and I'm
0: working. <laughs> on Maybe some more of that headaches.
3: calamari she had last week.
0: Mm, I know. You know what I need? I'm so hungry. That's part of my problem because I was going to order food for the Patrick and Noah Explosion and Scott. The problem is they're all skinny bitches. So I said, you want to have a pizza? They're like, no, we're going to have Mexican food after this. So (laughs) I raped them with my dildo. Oh, my. They asked why I had three plungers, too. Well, do they listen to the program? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. All right. Um, Oh, and guess what? Okay, so Patrick didn't know what my... He asked me, what's your dog's name? (gasps) Oh,
1: come
3: on. Oh, my gosh.
0: Right. But anyway, okay, so Reagan, your turn to ask a girl on uh, Jennifer Snoddy, the girl on tech, a question. Okay.
1: okay. Uh, girl on tech stickles, do you prefer oil based or water based lubricant? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, thank you. My
3: husband isn't home yet. Uh, probably uh, water based.
1: Good.
2: That's the right answer. <laughs> Wanda? That's all. Well, honey, I have so many questions I could ask you right now. Um, hmm, let's see here.
3: Did we have a food binge moment and forget, Wanda?
2: Oh, oh. my God. I, you know what I binged on today? I bought real Spumoni ice cream. You oh, know, not God. The, not the I, forgot I forgot about Spumoni.
0: I forgot about Spamoni.
2: Oh, it's delightful. It's with got the three, nuts and
0: can- Is that the one with the three different flavors and it's like separate but in the same box?
2: Yeah, it's three different flavors, Ugh. but it's not it's not Neapolitan, which is the like yeah. you know just uh, you know chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry. Uh-huh. The the uh, Spumoni is pistachio ice cream, and then I think it's raspberry um, oh with little God. candied fruits in it, and then chocolate Ugh. with pistachios.
0: Oh, that that does that does. I would so love really to put stuff. that in my Join and let the girl on tech eat it out. <laughs> so, oh, that so, oh, no, actually, yep. I do have a question. Yeah, that was that a bring question? A question. <laughs>
1: because I, I thought your question was, Girl on Tech, do you know what I binged on today? <laughs>
2: <laughs> Not quite, yeah. but I'm wondering, ha- have you ever, and I think you may have talked about this on Man's Show, but have you ever, or would you ever consider a lesbian experience even if you know like if your husband joined in or something like that
0: and it doesn't have to uh, be Would mis-
3: i consider a lesbian experience um with someone other absolutely, than absolutely as long as my husband was in the room
0: i'm sorry i was cool. talking over you can you repeat the answer please
3: i said would, would i consider a lesbian experience absolutely as long as my husband could watch really? wow now
2: Ooh. now i gotta find out like what kind of woman would you find appealing like somebody like May, well I'm you know I'm not really a real woman but what like me a bigger gal or uh, somebody like Reagan
0: <laughs> well what about bloated women what do you th- maybe she likes bloated women or old well
3: considering that I am a lesbian in training under Madge's tutelage and guidance um, mm-hmm. I really <laughs> I probably I'm um, into you oh. know oh burp burping again
2: <laughs> sorry sorry <laughs>
3: I probably would be into you know a you know a curvaceous gal you know oh. somebody not really stick thinny stick thinny stick <laughs> stick skinny but mm-hmm. um you know just a just a cool looking gal who's a, a
0: real woman a mm. real woman
3: amen to that
0: all right a real fabulous. woman well that means me I think a real woman right yeah well
2: I think you're on the fringes
0: but you know <laughs> okay can I is it my turn yet or no mm-hmm. I, yes. I think
3: it is your turn. Match. Okay.
0: Um, okay. Have you ever? And if you have, please describe. Have you ever caught your parents jacking each other off?
3: <laughs> oh, I was so waiting to hear you bring that up. Oh, I was cringing at the thought that you would bring that up. But as some of you may have heard, yes, I did walk in on my mom giving my dad a hand job in bed. You uh, <laughs> <ew>. ah. <laughs>
0: I remember that
2: that golden yeast radio moment. I remember that. <laughs> oh,
0: how did you react to that, Jennifer?
3: I immediately turned tail for the bathroom and I threw up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, thank you. Very good answer. Reagan. <laughs>
1: girl on tech pick one to yes fuck. reagan fox pick one to fuck one to kill one to marry
3: i was actually rehearsing my response to this question reagan because i was i was listening to the show you guys did with bicycle mark last week and i was uh, preparing my answer for this i would probably do a black widow on both wanda and you reagan and then fuck you both and then kill you and then
2: <laughs> why both of us
3: <laughs> i couldn't decide because wanda i've already talked with you once already and you were so nice and your aunt cheryl was nice too well I, sure and, then just and, kill
2: and, me off then <laughs> and,
3: and and reagan i've only as i said i've only talked to you both of you at least one time that i know of so i really haven't heard <laughs> you guys a lot enough to to decide if i wanted to marry either you or or, or Wanda, so I I figured I'd do a, a Black Widow on you both, and then fuck you and kill you, and then marry Match. <laughs> that is I'm so gonna fucking
0: clever. I'm get killed
1: clever. every week.
3: That I
0: is see so this happening. <laughs> that is so fucking clever. So a Black Widow means you fuck and kill them. Uh
3: yeah, that's what the, that's what she does. So you're she, ma- uh, so that way you're gonna kills. kill
0: and fuck kill and fuck Reagan and Wanda, and marry me.
3: <laughs> yeah, that's the three way. The more oh, the merrier, babe. Great.
0: I love that.
2: Oh. <laughs> Wow, that's a well, good answer. Well at least answer. I get to watch Reagan be killed. I don't have to
0: be the last or the first one. Well they're gonna I think she was gonna make Reagan into a lampshade. <laughs> I would
2: like because to I'm be, Jewish. I would like to be an Ottoman. Ooh. An Ottoman? Yes, a very big one. You could be a couple. <laughs> I'd be a matching set. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh dear.
2: <laughs> okay is- Wanda's is that- turn. Is it my turn again? God, I'm so bad at this. Yes.
0: Um, okay, honey. Just just think of what do yes. a whoa, W-W-J-A, uh whatever Joan Ann Worley would do, is what I'm trying to say.
2: Woo! Yeah, I haven't done that in a while. I need to practice my uh Joanne Worley. Okay, okay. honey, if you could let's see. Uh hey, eh, Madge. Um I don't know. Uh, somebody help me out here. Question. Question.
1: If you had to have any animal eat you out, which one would it be? <laughs> oh, that's a good oh,
3: one. Oh, man. Any animal eat me out, what it would it be? Um, probably a cat.
0: Why? Wow,
1: they have those sandpapery tongues.
0: Why would you pick a yeah,
3: cat? Yeah, but... Hopefully, I'll be um, smeared something on it or something to make the, the pain a little less obvious. <laughs> Some water-based lube.
1: Some water-based lube. Yes, based absolutely.
3: Yeah, the flavor-based kind. Well,
0: you know, Perfect. I have a friend, Christy, uh, the filmmaker, um, and she um, she got an orgasm from a cat.
2: Yeah, you talked about it on your program. Yeah, you
3: did.
0: Yep. And didn't she
2: masturbate like a dog or something?
0: She probably did. She probably did, yeah. Or was that girl on tech? Ew. Maybe that was. Girl oh, here on tech.
2: I got a question. <laughs> no, girl on tech. I got a question. Would you ever? Would for a uh, for a thousand dollars? Would you let a horse fuck you in the ass?
3: Absolutely not.
2: <laughs> Two thousand. No Reagan.
1: I'd do it for five dollars.
2: <laughs> do it, honey. Did it more like.
1: Nay, nay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Okay, I I have to, I would like to ask a question, um, but I forgot what it was. Okay. Fuck, what was it? Oh yeah, what's your vagina's name?
3: Well my what what's my vagina's name? I honestly haven't given my uh, no. my parts down there a name. Oh man, I am I I haven't given my vagina a name. I was hoping maybe you three can help me out
0: okay. tonight
3: and give my vagina a name.
0: I I, awesome. I will defer that to the lady the other ladies,
2: ladies, hmm. um, luscious. Labia Jones. let just Labia
1: Jones. <laughs> I don't like that. How about because you're girl on tech How about I puss?
2: Oh. Oh, there you go. That's classy.
3: <laughs> I'd handle that I puss there. <laughs> okay.
2: Or can we do eye twat? <sighs> I twat? I I keep- like I twat. <laughs> you know
0: keep brainstorming and then I'll be the de- I'll make the decision.
2: Well, okay. Okay. Uh I cunt. Okay. Uh, I I meet curtains. I'm sorry, <laughs> I meet curtain. <laughs> the eye lab.
3: The eye. No, I, I, I'm not digging that one. Eye lips. Eye I, I lips. Yeah, I could I, I I go with that.
2: Eyegina. I
3: I Eyegina. <laughs> that sounds more like iRobot. Ijina.
0: Eye hole.
3: Eye <laughs> <laughs> hole. Eye hole. Eye hole. <laughs> How about girl
0: on Tech Junior?
3: Roland Tech Jr. Are you sure it it wouldn't be infringing on Madge? No, because Madge Jr. Is, is no longer now- the
0: name of my Fregina. They're the Mertzes now.
3: Yeah, they're the Mertzes. I remember.
0: Now that you can have okay. what? Well, well, I should. It is your frigina, and it is women's liberation and everything. So why don't you choose the name out of all those?
3: um i think um i kind of like um i twat so i think i'm i'll, I'll stick with I twat. I twat.
0: it is well this is the first this is a real first and eat this hot show where <laughs> we actually accomplished something <laughs> There you I'm go. i'm really <laughs> proud of us whose turn was it to axe the girl on tech i think
3: it was you Madge.
0: oh i just axed that didn't i the name of yes. the yeah so, yeah you did it's regina okay
1: so it'll be reagan oh it goes to me Mhm- oh boy! This is a hard one. Um, let me do some math here yeah <laughs> okay here I have one because you have such a sweet personality and a great voice. Have you had oh, any yeah you. you're so welcome. Have you had any online stalkers?
3: Have I had any online stalkers? um well, it was probably back when I was in college I had a a gentleman friend that it close by that um took things just a little too far and uh, cut the brake lines on my car one night.
0: <gasps> oh, my what? God. Jesus. Yep. So what happened?
3: Um, I didn't know what was going on one night, and I unfortunately um, T-boned uh, my car into the side of a light pole. Oh, huh. And I called, because I was dating my, hus- my husband at the time, and I called Wade and I'm like, what's, what's going on? What's happening? What's happening? I don't know. And they took an open look into the car and found that my brake lines were definitely cut. And I got a phone call the next day from the guy and he said, how do you like that now? Bitch. Oh my and God.
2: <gasps> oh my God. Oh my God. Did you? I knew exactly I li-
3: who it was. I knew exactly who it was too, because it was actually one of my husband's coworkers.
1: Wow. Ooh, I'm glad I don't live in Chicago. That's all I'm going to say. She about doesn't that. live
0: in Chicago. She <laughs> lives in Indiana. I know. Yes, I
2: do. Think about it. <laughs> I don't get it.
0: Oh, oh I know.
2: I know. We're all going to hell, all of us, all of us, everyone. Oh, someone's going to if, hell. If the audience doesn't one.
0: know, I'll give a hint. Big Mac, quarter pounder, fillet of fish. Donald, is that even right? I don't know what I'm talking. About. No. How does it go? Okay,
2: I, I have a question. If if <laughs> I, if anybody cares, go ahead. I don't okay. even
0: know what number we're on. Do you? Oh, no. Eight hundred. <laughs> um, question
2: number four thousand five hundred and sixty-two. Mm, do you yeah. prefer on those filled donuts, honey? Do you like the Bavarian cream or that white icing, creamy stuff?
3: Oh, the white icing,
2: definitely. Oh, I love you already.
0: <laughs> okay, what's the difference, Wanda Wisdom? What's the difference? What's well, the-
2: one one is egg based, and uh, that's the Bavarian cream, and then the other one yes. is sort
0: of just like icing. Like shortening yeah, it's like icing. cake icing. Oh, see, I like buttercream. I like buttercream. I don't like the cheap frosting. I think that's no, no. You're but a, this is, huh? You're talking about different. the the kosher, the kosher shit, <laughs> right? The non dairy no, crap.
2: I'm yeah. talking about the stuff inside the donut, not on the cake. It's kind of yes. the, it's kind of
0: the same thing, but but uh, yeah, only it's inside. Oh, the Oh, donut. in the donuts. Yes. Yes. Oh. Oh, right. Okay, I'm sorry. No, that's okay. (laughs) Right. You're right. You're right, though. I agree with you.
1: I I was listening to Keith and the Girl Mm -hmm. this week, and they talked about how they canned an entire episode because they were talking over or talking on top of each other too much. I was like, oh, my God, if we're going to invite one of them to do the show, they... Better get used to that idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I was thinking about it. I kind of like that aesthetic. It's very messy. It's not tidy. And and I I embrace it. I don't think of it as a bad thing. I
0: don't give a shit. I think, you know, since I've been, you know, since we changed it so that we're putting voices on different channels. I don't know if people noticed that, but Andy Matic was the one that suggested it. So I've been putting the Mm -hmm. voices slightly on different channels. You know, there were ones in every sort of a different uh, virtual place. And I think it's helped that a little bit. So when we talk over each other, at least it sounds like we're in a different place. Do you think?
3: Yeah.
1: Uh, we need to get Andy Maddock on the show. I love him. He's
2: great.
0: He is great.
3: Yes, Andy. He's a sweetie. He's
0: gorgeous, too.
3: Yes, I've seen pictures. He's hot.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, our next... Well, I think my uh, my uh, show is next, so I think I'm going to have somebody naked on the show. Can we do that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Maybe as I'll be naked. Have you... Oh, Who's that's doing? actually a good, I'm sorry, I'll shut up. No, you don't have to shut up.
3: No, no, Wanda, if if it's a question, go ahead and fire away. No, I was
2: just saying, have any of uh, all of you alls uh, been naked before when you podcasted?
1: Yeah, the last episode of Eat Bird, both Rachel and I were
0: nude. I'm no, not.
3: I've podcasted in my pajamas, if that counts.
0: Um, Madge Jr. was naked, but I wasn't. No, I mean Fred Methel. <laughs> Shit, I fucked up. I forgot the name of my Fred giant. No, you know what, though? I always podcast naked. Right now I'm wearing clothes, but I wear panties. The reason is because my fat is, oh, God, is it awful. For some reason, I can bear my fat when I'm wearing panties,
2: but only when mm-hmm. I wear
0: gap underwear. When I wear gap underwear, it's fine. I'm not really conscious mm-hmm. of my fat. But when I wear when I'm naked, it's just fat everywhere, God damn it, fat. And then it's just so much <laughs> fucking fat everywhere. And I feel like I'm just the biggest pig on the goddamn planet when I'm naked. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> I cannot sleep naked when I'm fat because all I feel is fat. Stomach. It's like, it's like when you're not wearing a bra and you're out uh-huh. in public. Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Okay. Sorry about
2: that. I, kinda, I like to uh, touch my fat and uh, make it do little dances.
3: You like to touch your fat and make it dance?
2: Yeah, because you know, I think like you know, I mean, you gotta at some level you have to appreciate your body and all its fabulous nooks and crannies. Oh my god! And, I uh, just, sorry. <laughs> when you're laying in bed at night and you got nothing better to do, and you know maybe the there's been a storm and the electricity is out, and you know <laughs> you, you you can't read because it's too dark. Well, you can you know jiggle your rolls and make them do little dances.
1: Or you can't read because you're illiterate. <laughs> Wanda,
0: you do not really do that. You are got. You've got to be kidding me. You really do that?
2: No, I really. Uh... <laughs> I wouldn't say in the dark in my bed, but I certainly do like to caress my fat once in a while and and you know say nice things to it. So, but you don't have as me. much
0: fat as me. Like I can take one half of my belly fat, and you what you're saying is I should take one half of the belly fat and like pretend it's like a puppet, like. Oh, how are you, Mr. Other Half of the Body? <laughs>
2: no. And then I'm supposed to
0: grab the other half and say, I'm fine, how are you? Other half of Match. That's fat ridiculous. Show. <laughs> I'm not gonna think, do that shit. I think you should vidcast <laughs> that, honey. Oh yeah, sure. I want the whole world to see how fat I am. <laughs> Christ. Anyway, okay. I think we've asked have we asked enough questions? Jesus, that how,
1: was. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. all right so what was the next thing okay so i wanted everybody to bring to the table a serious political topic mm-hmm. particularly i would like to get to the bottom of george w bush and why he sucks so much so let's just i'd like to give you for each of us i've always envisioned a list of reasons why george bush sucks for sort of like a, a cliff notes or a george is an idiot for dummies or dummy mm-hmm. for dummies so uh, let's start with you girl on tech
3: well, I think that with uh, with George W. Bush, he is just a too much of a weakling when it comes to the more important stuff, especially the war in Iraq. I mean, you've mentioned this several times, Madge. We went into Iraq again on the basis and the premise of a lie, a straight-up lie. Weapons of mass destruction, excuse me, but I'm pretty sure I cleaned my glasses on that day. None of it was found. They didn't find one thing of any WMDs of any kind. And you know what they say, the sins of the father reflect on the son? Daddy couldn't get the job done the first time around, so George W. Bush had to go in there and save the day and save not only his father's ass, but his own. And I think you and I and probably everybody listening out there knows the ramifications of that. Over 1,700 people, 1,700 soldiers, men, women, somebody's daughter, somebody's son, somebody's husband or somebody's wife killed in the line of duty over a lie, over nothing. And I'm probably going to seem like the biggest hypocrite on this issue because my brother is a sergeant in the United States Air Force. And I want it steady, clear right now that I fully support my brother in everything that he does when it comes to his job. But I would feel really sick in my heart to know that if he got called over there to defend this country and to defend our some so-called way of life, that he died and left my sister-in-law and my darling three-year-old nephew behind over nothing and that not only angers me but it saddens me to no end
0: right
1: girdle wow, spillover that
0: is, over. That is very, <laughs> very well put good lord right but I, I would add too that i i think that um well let's see um i don't believe that he was cleaning up his father's uh, fuck-ups i believe that his father pulled out sp- for a purpose that it was actually Uh, there, there was a very specific reason that he did because it was sort of a strategic decision and i don't believe that that was something the father was at all embarrassed about or felt need to be corrected i think what the son did is he's just uh i think he's insane i don't really know why he did it but i don't think maybe he thought he was cleaning up for his father but i don't think his father would agree with that do you what do you ladies think
2: it it allowed them to get what they needed, which is, you know, it, it allowed them to create chaos in the Middle East. I mean, you know, people can say you can create this story almost of how he's revenging his father. It's very Star Wars, you know, mm-hmm. but ideally, mm-hmm. ideally in that region, they were able to create chaos. And by creating chaos, they, um, you know, were able to create a situation where. Um, All of these contractors were able to go in, usurp sort of the capital and and the the wealth and the resources of this area, and really make sure at least, if anything, um, that they had control, strategic control over, uh, you know, the oil supply in that region, uh, you know, at the sort of behest or at least at the consideration of uh, Saudi Arabia, you know, and and we all know how close uh, Bush's family and and the, the Saudis are.
1: Mm-hmm. I really like what you said, Wanda, about how we created the catastrophe there because it assumes that things are so problematic now that I, I'm one of those people who I don't think that we should withdraw troops right now because we, the region has to be stabilized. I never thought that we should have gone to war there, right. but I think that the only reason why we need to stay there is because of all the problems that we stirred up in that region. Right. But the problem problem
0: with that is, and I I definitely know people with that and I can understand it, but the the problem I have is it sort of that, that relies on an assumption that we know what we're doing and that by being there, we can fix it. The problem is all, I feel like all Bush can do under his command is make it even worse. And I I agree that we should clean up the mess and we have a responsibility to, but I don't see how in with Bush at the helm, we can do anything except make it, worse cuz he's such a moron plus he's drinking again for Christ Well sake. he has yeah. no
1: he has no exit strategy and that's part of the problem and that's why people really really should have voted for Kerry because right. Kerry uh, would uh, I at least acknowledged the mistake of going to war in the first place realized that you couldn't just take out all the troops but said that he was going to have an exit strategy Right Bush's exit strategy is this game of uh, rhetorical blame shifting where he says yep. well we can't we can't there is no timeline for anything like this well there's no timeline because you won't create one you have no uh, i'm getting all worked up
2: no it's true are you <laughs> crying reagan are you crying the you accuse me
0: let it <laughs> out crying. let it out
1: oh this country is so fucked up
2: the thing to remember too is well there's two things the first of uh, of which of course is that this country will never We'll never be able to sort of uh, avoid embarrassing situations when it comes to military conflicts because we are not willing to sort of be wrong ever. We're not willing to make mistakes. We're not willing to admit our mistakes when we're wrong. And you know, we can blame sort of blame George Bush and his cronies for um, sort of being the you know the heads of that um, of that cancer on right. our uh, culture, mm-hmm. but truly it's all of us. We don't, nobody wants to be wrong. People don't want to say we made a mistake. We, you know, we should, we should come home because, uh, you know, yeah, it's too much. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
3: God, I'm sorry, Wanda. For, I, I fully agree with you there. To me, it's too much of a pride issue. George W. Bush does not want to admit before his own constituents in the American public that yes, he made a mistake by going back there. He made a mistake and people are dying and our economy is going to shit, pardon my language, because of it. Well, and not Mm -hmm. only
2: that, but we could all say, I mean, it it doesn't just have to be George Bush. We could all say, because there were a lot of people on the left and the right, or in the middle anyway, who um, Mm -hmm. the so-called, you know, middle, that really thought it was a good idea and gave George Bush the ability to do it. A lot of our friends on the left, uh, you know, or on the edges of the left said, go do it um even though we don't really think it's what you should do go ahead and do it anyway but clearly it was all for naught so we should all be willing to say okay we were all wrong except for those of us who didn't think it was well, a good what idea about, what about what about
0: you've talked about what the people on the right think and the people on the left what about the people on the bottom reagan <laughs> <laughs> <sighs>
1: Madge Weinstein, fierce defender of my bottom. <laughs> <Mess>. sexuality.: <laughs>
0: Actually, thank um, you, Madge.: I do want to add one more thing before, before that rhetorical question gets answered. but um, what I want to add is that you know, based on what I've learned um, you know about oil and what's going on with the oil supply, I feel like I kind of feel like if assuming our consumption is the same and we dis- and that we do not conserve. I I really understand why we went to Iraq. I understand why. I'm not saying it's right, because it's definitely wrong. And I agree wholeheartedly that I, I think the troops should get up. But that's but I understand why we're there. I understand the reasoning. Because we have to be there in order to have control over the oil. Because if we don't, uh, we're fucked as a country because we have no control. We've got the biggest consumption of oil by percentage. And then China's coming up. India's coming up with huge demand for oil coming and there's just, the supply is dwindling. We ran out of oil in this country a while ago, and without having control over the Gulf, which means Afghanistan and Iraq, which are the major sources of oil, at least to start with, then uh, we're fucked. So I understand. Mm-hmm. So if there, if we don't do consumption, yeah, I mean it's a major political issue. We lose a lot of our. Uh, we lose our superpower status without doing how this. how much
1: thing. money how much money have we spent on the war so far do you have like a rough estimate
0: oh no i don't know several hundreds I mean, it's got to be over over 100 billion several
3: hundred million dollars at least hundred hundred billion. i would actually, say billions yeah hundreds billions. of
2: billions actually yeah, it's yeah. over 100 billion i know mm-hmm. that I, right. well
1: imagine if we would have used that money to finance uh discoveries of technology that would make right. like things like hybrid cars more affordable Absolutely. and you know on the market more and stuff like that i mean that is where our investment should have been Absolutely. and actually if we would have invested in those technologies my god that's really how you create and uh, sustain your superpower status because people then become reliant on those technologies well, and,
0: and true and then mm-hmm. look at like stem cell research also and and how korea is kicking our ass because we have these fundies running the country
1: Oh, and you know, biojuice, it's been really big on all of my shows lately. I'm I'm telling you.
0: Well, Adam Curry wants you to shit in his can, his uh, tank. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. But my biojuice is, I've already explained this on the show before, I think. Yeah, aborted fetuses turned into gasoline. (laughs) Oh, Oh, man. (laughs) And you can drink it, too. You can drink it, too.
0: Okay. It's a
1: multifunctional
2: juice. It's biojuice. Gold.
0: Well, you better talk to Harriet Myers about it because she's going to be, you know.
2: I think, you know, Mm -hmm. I truly think that we're fucked. I mean, when you live in a country, people, come on now. In a country where, you know, there are states that don't want to teach evolution for Christ's sake. I mean, you know, if we can't get over some basic things, we're never going to compete globally because we're going to get so stuck on these non-issues i mean you've got all these like you said in south korea you got all these koreans running around going if you're not going to do it we will because they don't they yep. seem to have figured out that evolution is just fine and and their people didn't all blow up and you know uh, right and they kill take, each and other they,
0: and they go to jacuzzis and they masturbate these <laughs> korean women exactly this
1: is, a, this is actually a pretty good segue for the topic that i wanted to bring go ahead
0: up. reagan your turn sorry
1: and this is this goes a little bit broader than george bush and more an attack on the gop for their war on science and books have been written about this and the daily show did a week-long special called evolution Schmevolution. and i think it's really really scary that we are being told as educators i mean I, i can speak as a social scientist that I, I Hold on. Let me organize my thoughts. This is making me very flustered, I'm very flustered <laughs> by all of this. No, just, you know, the, the evolution being taught in schools or intelligent design. I think that that's what it's called. And the mm-hmm. investment that this administration has in dumbing down its constituencies so they'll vote against their own self-interest. But what's scarier is the long run for America, because if you look in the long term, we're going to have all of these buffoons come out of our secondary education systems because they don't Mm -hmm. know the difference between scientific fact and fiction. And one of the people that I saw on The Daily Show wrote the book, The GOP's War on Science, or something comparable to that. And he was talking about how people on the religious right side of things well, uh-huh. use what is beautiful about science, and that's the post-positivistic belief in probability. So you would never say that something is 100% true. It's, you know, you, you come up with some type of statistic that says it's, you know, like 89% probably, uh, probability. Mm-hmm. Um, so what what the religious right has done is they use that as an Achilles heel, and they'll say, well, they can't come out and say that evolution is 100% true, and they exploit that and then so say that it's like 83 percent probable that uh evolution happened and only 13 percent probable that the events depicted in the bible happened, based on evidence that they've collected they're trying to make it seem like there's equal evidence for both things and that to me is just really scary yeah, i it's think just, that it's we just are displaying going to a see... lack of education yeah, an irreversible yeah. damage yeah. to the minds of young people because of this.
0: Mm-hmm. That's my rant. Okay, and now uh, Wanda, wisdom.
2: Yes. Oh, what was that? What are we doing? Do I was I supposed to have a? Oh, George Bush. That's okay. That? Yeah, you're
0: just supposed. You're just supposed to give a reason as to why George Bush is doing <laughs> a bad job. If you want to wait until I'll do mine, if you'd rather.
2: No, I, I the one okay. thing I was going to bring up, and you know, because I sort of like to bring things down to the level of people and and um, mm-hmm. you know, I think to me, it's just clear that the man is you know doomed to fail, no matter what he starts, by the mere fact, and you know, I guess people say, well, he's reelected twice, that's not failure, but anyway, I guess the rest of us will fail as a result of his actions. But what I wanted to talk about was the fact that he has no ability to criticize himself. He has no ability to criticize those around him that he considers close. He has no ability to say that he's wrong, that he did something incorrectly. I really truly don't think it's just a matter of public record that he doesn't like to do that. I just don't think he can. I don't think he knows how because I don't think he's ever had to. I think his entire life, if you look at the history of George Bush and his education and his early business ventures, Um, you'll see that he's never had to be accountable for anything. And to me, that's the sign of, you know, I'd like to say an addict
0: of some sort, but at least, at the very least, it's a sign of somebody who... He's admittedly an mm -hmm. addict, so you're not not overstepping any bounds, I don't think.
2: Yeah, and uh, I mean, he just can't admit that he's ever been wrong. And if he ever does admit being wrong, it's always at the sort of at the uh, extension of someone or something else. And, uh, you know, that to me is just a mark of, you know...
1: There's no ability to self-reflect.
0: Correct. And we all know what that can do. Clutching. Yes, he might get kicked off of his show. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. I'm going to have to edit. Uh, Shit. All right.
3: You know, it's like, it's like my dad said, you know, watch how when you point your finger at somebody, if you look at your hand, three fingers are always pointing right back at yourself. Right. Or if you look and... at your wife's
0: hand, she might be giving you a hand job while your daughter's watching. Oh,
3: <laughs> shot. Jeez.
0: You you, you let, opened yourself up to that. You know it.
3: I know I did.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. Not really.
3: It's okay. <laughs> it's... I know you're not. That's the problem.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Wanda. Were you finished?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was finished.
0: Okay, because here's mine. So I was listening to this wonderful show, which I want to recommend. It's a podcast, but it's also a radio show. I want to recommend it. It was turned on to me by the bicycle mark from our last week. It's called Open Source Audio, and it's a very it's a daily political sort of discussion. It's very interesting. Sometimes it sucks, but other times it's really interesting. So um, anyway, oh, sorry. Uh, the thing that George Bush uh, has done is... Uh, he has continued, I can't say started, but he's really perpetuating, making this country's government into a theocracy. And what they were discussing on this program today is not so much, are we becoming a theocracy? A theocracy. The question is, are we a theocracy? And if you look at the way our country's being governed, a lot of it is based on religious decisions. And mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then they played some clips from John F. Kennedy, and, um, and they read uh, a lot of things that Uh, Thomas Jefferson wrote, Thomas Jefferson was clearly and wrote extensively against, you know, pro for the separation of church and state. He said that very specifically that the state cannot be, you know, the same thing as the church. They have Mm -hmm. to be separate. John F. Kennedy was very clearly saying, you know, he was dreading the idea that the Pope would call him someday, you know, he would be embarrassed. And he said very clearly that your religious beliefs are perfectly valid, but they have absolutely no place in the public sphere and that they have to be completely different. And how did we turn in, in you know, probably not my lifetime because I'm as old as Methuselah, but maybe in Wanda Wisdom's lifetime, how did that change <laughs> so drastically to the point where are we a theocracy? You know, it sure seems like it when, when President Bush can say, here, I nominated this woman because she's an evangelical Christian, therefore she's qualified. Yeah. But what well, do you and- think?
2: The truth is, you know, I don't know, I, I'm I'm done yammering, but I don't even think it, I think it's pseudo, it's sham theocracy, because this is sham spirituality or sham religion that these people are, are uh, you know, sort of peddling. This is not some sort of, these are not devout people, and if you want proof, you know, listen to my show, listen to, you know, pick up a newspaper and read. So if anything, it's it's sort of, they're using it. They're using religion as a, mm-hmm. as a way to
0: control, as a way
2: to, to get what they want.
0: That sounds awfully familiar when you think about a certain Islamic extremists, doesn't it?
1: Guess not. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> You're
0: such a cunt. <laughs>
1: yeah i it is scary to me i i am to the point right now where i wish that there was no resolution to the civil war (laughs) except for slavery being gone um and we had (laughs) a part of the country like we divided the country in half and we said let you christian devout crazy and you know what i don't want to generalize all christians um but all you people who believe that church and state should be melded together. Right. Y'all go on the right side. We'll take the West coast.
0: Yeah. It's funny. You mentioned that because that's something else they were talking about on this program was that, um, I know wonder wisdom likes to say program. I say show, but okay. Got to be, make my co-hosts happy. (laughs) Don't want them to quit or turn me in. mind. But so, (laughs) but that's what they were saying that, that Thomas Jefferson, while he was very much, you know, for the separation of church and state, he was he was pro-slavery and he was pro-states' rights. So it's it's very bizarre because mm-hmm. and then after the Civil War, we you know, then John Marshall came in, we became the sort of federalist society where it all about um being one cunt a tree.
2: Yeah, we're I being sold th- we're being we're yeah. completely being sold a bill of goods that has nothing to do with anything. This whole modern idea of uh you know Christian fundamentalism, this is new. This is not any sort of devout movement. You know, mm-hmm. it may have its trappings in something real, but these people, it's power, it's control. It's, you know, this. these are not religious people. They they sort of pat themselves on the back because they live a way of life or they pretend to live a way of life that doesn't exist.
0: Nope. But um, that often is religion, though, in my opinion. It's, it's hard for me to see the difference, really.
3: Well, I, I mean, why do, you, I, I, why do I these
0: people separate. care
1: so... Yeah, so much about things that do not affect them, like the gay marriage issue. Why? Mm-hmm. Why do you care? This does not affect your life at all. Right. And I don't I don't care about symbolically or you know, that shit does not fly with me. It does not fly with me. So why do these people care about decisions that will have no bearing on how they live their daily lives? You're right, Madge. It is absolute power. It's It's one of those things that somebody will do just because they can do it.
3: Absolutely, I mean, for example, there was a story last year in my home state where a group um, actually put a, a stone monument of the Ten Commandments yeah. in the lawn out of the courthouse. And there was so much stink raised about that the ACLU was brought into and says this is an example of of church going into state government and that should be separate according to the Constitution. According to who? That's my issue with it. According to who? A lot of the... Um, Statements that were made on the Ten Commandments has actually been melded into, you know, common law. Thou shalt not kill. Excuse me, but isn't murder a crime in a lot of states?
0: Not in Illinois. Oh my God! I've left everybody silent not again. I'm eating. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, but the, but it's it's sort of. I mean, it's the inspiration for a lot of for you know a lot of things in the Constitution, but certainly Thomas Jefferson and. and I think most of the founding fathers believed that church has to be separate from state in order to, for people to re, to, to remain free. And the difference is the freedom has to be like, you can have, you know, the, the this is also talked about on the show, but that, you know, you have, you have us people who are naturally free without any social organization. People are free and they can do whatever they want, whether it's kill each other or what. And then you have the government, mm-hmm. you know, the social system, when you're in a sh- social system, you have rules, and where we as a society, according to the Founding Fathers, decided to draw the line is when we are imposing on others' freedom that it's more of a, what's the word, not where, where you're imposing on their freedom of choice that doesn't affect other people, and that's really the difference. In other words, if you mm-hmm. tell me I can't kill people, well, that's that's imposing on somebody else's life. you know. But if you tell me I can't wear dresses because I'm a man, well, then that's you know that's on the other side of the line and that's something that we cannot as a society impose on people and i think you can draw Absolutely. the same parallel with like with abortion where um... yeah i think go ahead
2: oh i'm sorry i was just going to say oftentimes this is not also what i think we can we often give these people and by these people i mean people on the other side of what we would consider to be decent and moral and whatever but, um, you know, it's mm-hmm. not a, an equal uh, argument. It's not an equal debate because the the rhetoric and the crap that comes out of this so-called fundamentalist movement or conservative movement oftentimes is not based in fact or reality. So when they talk in, about our forefathers, our founding fathers, being sort of, um, you know, uh, extremely religious and extremely full of God and you know, being so patriotic in this sort of like, you know, wearing—I don't know—just they try to sell you this bill of goods that is not true. And if you go back and read history, right. you'll realize, as Madge has already pointed out, that these were not people that wanted to put God, you know, right. everywhere in our life. They didn't want to put it in our—I should say—in our civic, in our public life. And so when they, when mm-hmm. they talk many times about, because if you listen to the the debate, the argument, you may think, oh, well, that makes sense, you know we really were sort of founded by these really, you know, Christian people. And, you know, it makes sense that maybe they wanted some of these Christian ideals to be a part of uh, the government. But if you go back and read history, you realize that that's not the case. And so instantly the argument becomes, um, you know, imbalanced. And right. on many of the issues that we sort of disagree with this, this movement on, it's based on phony truth or phony facts um whether it's, you know, the the Pledge of Allegiance or evolution or um the separation of church and state, abortion, gay rights, all of these issues, a lot of their their argument is
0: based on myth. Uh. Right. You know what I found interesting and I didn't know this till today either, but um that the uh. f- the first president shut up, Reagan. Oh, you can masturbate, <laughs> I don't care. The first president to actually use religion politically, um, you know, in order to cha- make a, a, an effective change was Lincoln, and Lincoln used religion to convince people that slavery was wrong. Oh. And so, a lot of these pro mm. asshole—I don't know what else you call it—pro asshole people today are saying, "Well, what about Lincoln? You know, he was religious, so what's wrong with a little theocracy here and there?" You know, it's an interesting mm. paradox, I think. Dilemma. He what was he, hung. He was hung. What you the- know? Did you see those ears on him?
2: <laughs> what the hell are? I'm lost. Are you masturbating? Wait, uh,
0: Reagan's getting hot on Abraham Lincoln because his, oh, book, oh his book is sold along <laughs> with Abraham Lincoln's because they're both gay. It is.
1: Baber uh, my, na- <laughs> my neighbors have been fucking again.
0: Ugh. Did they leave what? a conversation? I share a
1: bedroom wall with my neighbors at oh. nine o'clock in the morning <laughs> yesterday. I wake up too. Uh-huh. And she talks. She goes, oh, oh, fuck this bitch pussy. Fuck it. I'm like, oh
0: my God. <laughs> Do you live next to CDP? <laughs>
1: I know. I must live next to CDP. <laughs> uh,
0: well that's fun. I, I think we should wrap up. Um, yeah. Okay. Can we all just such a say good something?
2: conversation?
3: Yeah, this is it fun. Is fun.
0: I want to say thank you again, Girl on Tech. You're such a good sport. I knew, especially oh, with the masturbating guys. business. And. and uh, <laughs> 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 Sorry, Let's I'm just laughing that. at an inside that's joke so. between me and myself. <laughs> Uh, oh, so yeah. say goodbye <laughs> say goodbye everybody Wanda
2: bye and thank you honey good luck to you and uh, you know maybe you'll be back Mine advice. Mine advice.
3: I hope so <laughs> and Jennifer Mine uh yeah thanks to you too, to, to to you Reagan to you Madge and to you Wanda for having me on the show and if I may give a plug you can check me out at girlontech.com or at my second podcast the journey at a thousand miles.org okay
0: awesome. and Reagan's Fox. Yes. Thanks
1: there, ladies. I just want to tell you all to find serenity in your life and to meditate. And Remember, uh, keep working it because it
0: works if you work it. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, Reagan. And this is Madge Weinstein and Eat This Hot Show saying, See you next week, assholes. Fuck you. Bye. Bye, Bye. Bye. Reagan.